<laughs> that one wasn't quite as good. No. <laughs> this is take two. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Elliot Effect podcast, where we don't know what we're doing, but we're having a good time doing it. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> Again. We're going to switch gears on this one and talk about something a little bit different. Um, so, sitting at this table, we have how many degrees between the two of us? Well, I only count as one. <laughs> <laughs> so how many do you have again? I have three. Okay, so we got four yeah. between the two of us sitting right. here at this table. And out of the four degrees that we have, how many are currently being actively used? Mine is zero. Well, I think there are aspects of all three of mine that I use. Well, you are currently employed at a place where if you did not have right. them, you couldn't have the positions that you do. Yeah. But the subject matter of your degrees right. is not exactly what you are using currently. Probably not for... 85% of my current position. Right. 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 So, <clears throat> if I was to go back to high school, getting ready to graduate from high school, I would probably not have chosen to go on to college at that time mm -hmm. if I knew then what I know now. Because the career that I ended up in has nothing to do with the degree that I have paid for. Mm -hmm. However, on the flip side of that, if I, if I hadn't have had that degree, there would have been certain jobs along the way that I wouldn't have been eligible for because part of the eligibility of getting the position was to, that you had a degree, right? That you had an undergraduate, undergraduate degree in something. Sure. Would you have done the same thing that you, that you did? If you could go back. I, I would have done things very differently. I, I would not have chosen the same field that I chose. Um, it would have limited the, the jobs that I was able to get. But I think I would have been much happier in my professional life. Um, and just the, the degree specifically undergraduate degree that I have, um, the, the return on investment just wasn't there for that. So I, I would definitely have done that one differently. Um, and I would have probably, not probably, I would have um, chosen a, knowing now, or, or knowing then what I know now, I had that option uh, I would have gone through college differently as far as financing college goes as far as taking loans not taking loans right working more yeah. yeah or differently yes I would have worked very differently I would have worked very differently um, and I would not have taken student loans yeah so it's it's a trap yeah 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 I was I was 
pretty lucky going through college that I did not come out of my undergraduate degree with hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of debt, which I, I'm not sure. I mean, unless you're going to some Ivy League colleges, I mean, most people are not coming out of undergraduate degrees with hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, I'm assuming. Back then, which my college, my undergraduate degree was like from 2000 to 2004. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, geez. Louise, we're talking 20 years ago. Yeah. This is a long time ago. It was. It was a minute. It was a minute. Things were a little bit different. But uh, I, I feel very fortunate that I did not come out of my undergraduate degree with as much debt as what I know others have. Right. Um, and that was a combination of my, I think my... Uh, room and board, which was Mm -hmm. totally taken care of. Yeah. I lived with a family that lived in North Dakota and, you know, they, they supplied room and board for me all four years, which was fantastic. Um, But what's funny is I work with, I work with seniors now, like in, in my job now I have, I do a whole bunch of senior sessions. It's not the bulk of what I do session wise, but I do work with a lot of seniors and I have seniors that ask me this question all the time. And I always feel torn on what I should say to them mm-hmm. because I do feel like there is a, um, almost like an expectation of our society that when you graduate high school, you go to college mm-hmm. and that as adults, that's the, um, that's what am I trying to say? That's the recommend. That's the recommendation that yeah. you're supposed to give. It's it's what people think. It's it's the pattern that people think we should follow. Yes. It's you know. Yes. And, and we see that a lot in high schools, uh, where you're you have teachers and counselors who are telling kids, um, you got to get your applications in for college. Right. And that may not be the case. Right. It, it may not be the right thing. Right. I see st- I see high school uh, seniors who are torn, who don't know what they want to go into or what they want to do with the rest of their life. And they have this, I mean, it's almost like their, their shoulders are heavy mm-hmm. because they feel like they have to have that figured out before they even graduate high school because yeah. all of these deadlines are due. You've got to know which, you know, what college are you going to accept a, you know, are, are you going to be accepted to and which one are you going to agree to go to? Right. If there's scholarship involved, you know, is that through like in, in my situation, music department, maybe it's athletics, maybe it's, you know, something else um, that you're accepting scholarship to. And then there's pressure in that direction. Yeah. To follow in line with that field. Right. Um, there's a lot of silence here. There is. Yeah. It's kind of a heavy subject. It kind of is. Yeah. I struggle with what I say to high schoolers, not because I don't believe in what I'm saying to them, which is, it's okay if you don't have your life figured out right now. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's okay if you don't have your life figured out by the time you graduate high school. Right. You know, those things like, like, here's your permission. You, you don't have to have the whole rest of your life figured out by the time you graduate high school. Yeah. I I didn't have the rest of my life figured out until I was 30. I just turned 40 and I still don't think I've got my whole life figured out. I, well, and I guess that's, I guess that's a lie. 30 wasn't, wasn't even it. I mean, I didn't really, really know what was going to make me actually happy career wise until two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Until I told you I need you to find a hobby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 2020. That was it. (laughs) That was it. The best worst year ever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I I think we put a lot of pressure on high school kids to I think figure we do things too. out, and it's it's unnecessary. Um, it, it just you know, and they're going to change their major anyway. I did most of them. Yeah, I mean, I was, gosh, I was probably a year and a half into my degree, and I changed my major. Yeah, I also changed my major, but it wasn't like a. Um, I was still within my degree pro. I was still within my program. My type of degree changed. Yeah. I had an opportunity to student teach uh, because I was originally in music education program. And then I had an opportunity to student teach. And when I went and I student taught for a day, a single day, didn't even take a day. I learned very quickly that being in the classroom was not for me. Yeah, I I could it's, not see myself doing it for the rest of my a, life. It's a very interesting place to be. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, and now it's even more interesting. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's, I can imagine. It's wild. I can imagine. So I I like to tell seniors who I see who I also see kind of struggling with. They don't know exactly what they're going to do. You know that that if college is what they are being, if college is what they are going to go ahead and do, Mm. whether it's their decision, whether it's, you know, family influence on that, that there's nothing wrong with doing, uh, general education classes, right? Get you do do some of your gen, gen ed classes, you know, you don't necessarily even have to go to the major college to go and do that. Save yourself a little bit of money. Go to some of the smaller colleges um, to do those gen eds. You have to be kind of careful because you have to make sure that those will transfer in when you're going to, if you decide to do a a degree. Yeah. You don't want to waste money doing that. Right. You don't want to waste money, but in the long run too, you don't want to waste money. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, sometimes it can be a catch 22. Yeah. It, it really can, you know, I, for me, I think one of the biggest things that that high school kids need to do is they really need to have good conversations with people, not just people who are the high school counselors or the teachers, um, not just professors at universities that they're visiting. They need to have conversations with people who have gone through the process, who have come out on the other side and have, you know, some experience and this is how it may work best, you know, or even people that are in the field that they maybe have interest in. You may not know for sure that you want to, you know, graduate college and be a 
surgeon, a brain surgeon. But can you have a conversation with one? Sure. Can you learn from one? Yeah. You know, and you can learn lots of different things from these people too. It doesn't just have to be about that particular profession. Right. You know, learn how, how did they make it through college? What was the hardest part? How did they organize their time and their, their thoughts? You know, those sorts of things. Those sometimes are the biggest issues that, that students will face. And that causes them to go into further debt because they don't have good time management. So they can't have that extra job or, you know, they're taking too many courses at a time trying to get through on a scholarship that will pay for a full load, but it only pays for eight semesters. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're really pushing themselves, but what other avenues might they have to not have to worry about that and not have to take out a student loan, you know, I mean, those conversations are just invaluable. Here's what I love about the time in which we live. The internet. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that you, can, you can learn absolutely everything that you need to know just from Joe Blow on the internet. But we have so much, um, we have so much at our fingertips. So much yeah. information at so our fingertips. Of yes. That wasn't even available to us. You know, when you and I were going through college. Yeah. There's so much more nowadays. I mean, uh, the amount, I can remember as a kid, uh, the the door-to-door salesman coming by with um, encyclopedias. Yeah, the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yes. Yeah. Selling those, selling a whole set. And it was like, you were top dog if you had a whole set of those things. Oh, yeah. Because then you could just think of whatever you wanted to think about an animal Mm -hmm. a type of uh tree and you could go to one of those uh encyclopedias and look it up and it was like oh my gosh this information it's right here at my fingertips i mean you just felt like you had the whole world at your fingertips little did we know what was coming right well and yeah and i remember using those encyclopedias and there was limitation to that, even though yeah. you know it was there was a wealth of knowledge there that we didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Looking now at what we have, mm-hmm. the, there was there certainly was a limitation, mm-hmm. and so you know, utilize it. Yeah, utilize all the information that yeah. you can. I appreciate being able to use the internet, YouTube sites like Skillshare Mm -hmm. to learn things that I want to learn or learn things that I'm interested in Mm -hmm. because going through school, I was not, I was a good student. I could pass tests and I could learn the information to pass the test, but reading and retaining beyond the semester that I had to know the information was so hard for me. Just wasn't, it did not feel within my wheelhouse to be able to retain it for extended periods of time. Even in college, I learned to pass the semester exams. Once the semester exams were over, gone. Yeah. Gone. You know, now I can, I can hone in on something that I, you know, I really want to learn about like a particular type of, you know, I'm in, into photography, of course, and so maybe there's a particular brand of camera that I want to know about. Um, 
I can immerse myself in visual learning that helps that information stay put. Things like numbers, which never stay put in my head. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know. You know. I know. Yeah. Well, if I can learn those things visually, they, they tend to stick much more, mm-hmm. much more than, than any other way. Mm-hmm. That's why I love the internet. I'm not saying, I'm not saying give up the college degree to, for the internet or anything, no. but no. the wealth of knowledge that's there and available, it shouldn't be scoffed at. Yeah. It's a, it's a good tool to utilize in preparation for college. And then, you know, as you're going through college, if that's what you choose to proceed with, it's, it's always a great tool to have. Now, you do have to be careful. Yeah. Because not everything you read on the internet is true. true. Right. So. That's right. It's, you know, you have to, you have to be able to kind of pick out the things that are most appropriate. Yeah. There has to so. be some, some, uh, discernment mm-hmm. of some kind. So going through school or just your life in general, did you ever have anybody, was there ever any anyone that you can pick out who was like a a beacon of light for oh things don't have to be the way I've always thought they had to be concerning school and education and careers you know I had a teacher um in eighth grade who just made me feel like I was smart enough. She just made me feel like I was smart enough and I could do whatever I wanted to do. Um, and I'll never, never forget the, the way I felt in her class. And it was, it was just, uh, I, I mean, I grew up in an area that just was not highly educated. Um, I don't want to say most, I don't have numbers, but a lot of people in that area worked at factories that didn't require a high school diploma. Um, But, you know, I, I didn't want to be a statistic in that area. I wanted to do something with my life. I didn't at that time know that college was only an option. To be able to do that. Um, So I, you know, I went because I thought this is the way out. Um, I didn't consider. (laughs) So we have dogs. Yeah. (laughs) We have elderly dogs. So if you hear hacking in the background, that's, they're fine. (laughs) They're just doing their thing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, you know, I, I went to college because I wanted to get, I wanted to put myself in a different position and I wanted to provide myself the the opportunity to succeed at a different level than what I had seen around where I live, where I grew up, where I lived my entire life. Um, and that there was one teacher that really made me feel like it was a possibility. Um, yeah. She's still around. She's say hi to her. Oh, send her a Facebook message. (laughs) Hey girl, you remember me? Yeah. She's a principal now. She's (laughs) moved on up. But uh, yeah, she was one of those numbers teachers. She's oh, an algebra gosh. teacher. 
Yeah. You know, they're a special breed. Yeah. She's good, though. Yeah. Well, She's that's good. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What about you? Was there somebody that... Which you had, I mean, you, both your parents had college degrees. Yeah, and both it was my kind parents. Of, it was like you were going to college. Yeah. And it wasn't, it, it, there just wasn't a question about it. It was your grades. You know, I remember mom and dad having a conversation with us or with me when I was starting the ninth grade where it was, okay, your grades count. They start counting this year, you know, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th. That's your four high school years. Your grades count. So colleges are going to be looking at the grades that you're making this year. You know, you've got mm-hmm. to do, you have to do your best. And so there was never a, there was never a question on whether or not I was going to go to college. Yeah. It was just, I never, I never questioned it, to be honest. I, I never considered that there was that that wouldn't be something I would do Mm -hmm. truthfully I didn't know what to major in I was really good at music um and so that just made sense and both of my parents had music degrees as their first set of degrees that they had right so it just made sense for me to go into music and even beyond that at that time in my life my my goal my ultimate goal was to go on to seminary Mm -hmm. because I wanted to be a a full-time youth minister that fits well huh that fits well (laughs) it did yeah that's what I mean like the degree fits well to go to go well yeah 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 it it kind of does. Yeah. I mean, really, for seminary at at that point, what I was told anyway was that you just needed a bachelor's in something, yeah, to go on to seminary to be a you know to to get a divinity in uh, a master's in divinity, and really, music was my vehicle, right? A, a lot of a lot of my life, yeah. um, and it was going to be it, it proved to be, be a vehicle for me when I got a position as a full time youth minister. Mm-hmm. We, I was leading, you know, worship. I was heading up the, the youth worship choir or the youth worship band. We started our own, uh, a contemporary service at a very traditional ser- uh, church. Um, and I was instrumental in ha- creating that service. Um, so it, that degree served me well, but not in the way that I think it was designed to yeah. serve me it, it was well I think that's you know we I think a lot of times we think well I'm going to get this specific degree and then that means that I can do x y or z mm-hmm. and we don't consider that all the other alphabet letters are out there too yep that we could possibly utilize that degree for yeah and so there's a lot of I think uh, information that can be gleaned from any degree that could be applicable in any profession and it's just a matter of does that profession require a specific degree yeah I wouldn't be the photographer I am today or the business owner that I am today mm-hmm. without having experienced the the struggle to get the the music degree mm-hmm. the hours upon hours upon hours of practicing and honing my musical talents right because you understand what it means yes yes the you know I wouldn't be the photographer and business owner that I am today without having had that job that I had at the church 
which taught me people management, Mm -hmm. you know, how to manage my own schedule because I didn't have someone who was micromanaging my, my every day or even my week. It was, this is your job. We expect you're going to do it and we expect you're going to do it well. So go do it. Yeah. There's not a time clock. There's not a time clock, but I also had these younger people that were looking up to me, um, to, to make it worth their while, you know, for, for it to be something that they were fed by. Yeah. And, you know, I, without that position, there were a million, a million and three things that I learned from, from having that job that have, has made me a better photographer and business owner today. Even my, the job that I had after that, where I worked at a local hospital, you know, I learned a plethora of things from that, from having those positions there at that hospital that have made me a better business owner today. And without any of those things, you know, I can't say that I would be not to toot my own horn, but I don't think I would be as confident as, as a business. I don't think I would have as much confidence as a business owner as Mm -hmm. what I have today. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, everything kind of builds and feeds on it and it's what you take from it. It's what you take from every experience. So, you know, I think just, you know, looking at a degree, and that's, you know, a lot of schools now are designing degrees that have different components that are required um, where we've got, you know, uh, classes that are connected to one another. So you may be taking a class that we would consider to be a humanities class while at the same time you're taking a communication class. Mm-hmm. And so you're learning how to bridge mm-hmm. the two topics together and you're you know, you're able to, to really glean a lot of skills that are applicable in both areas. Right. And so those are, I think those are very important pieces to the new style of degree programming that we see. Um, but again, you know, you can also learn those things outside of the college. And so is it right for everybody? I don't know. I don't necessarily think everybody needs to be put in a box. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, agree. We're, I mean, there's, we're, there's not a one size fits all. Right. For anything. Right. And we, I mean, we're, <clears throat> we're dealing with this on somewhat of a personal level right now too. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my nephew is, he's 16. He's taking some, uh, I think they're, they're like dual credit courses. For Where he's getting school. credit in high school and then yeah. he's also getting college credit. Right. And so they're, you know, they're trying to decide which courses are the best ones to take and which ones will transfer, which ones will meet degree requirements and that sort of thing. And, you know, some days he wants to go to college and other days he doesn't. Yeah. And you know, that's okay. Yeah. It's okay if he doesn't. Yeah. I remember it feeling kind of like a job. Yeah. Like I, I I knew it was something I was going to have to do. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't want to, but I mean, there really wasn't a way out of it. I was going to have to have one. Yeah. I was going to have to go to college. So I'm, you know, I just had to make peace with it because I was going to have to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> and nowadays I have to have a job. So yeah. I just had to make peace with it. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> just handing us money to sit at no, home. Oh, gum it. Yeah. It'd be nice, but yeah, yeah it's not working. No, I want to sign up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go crazy though. If I, if I wasn't working to some I, degree. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've got to have something to do. Yeah. That was evident in 2020. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was kind of, it was great though. It was really great. That's why I say it was the best, worst year. Yeah. I mean, I know 2020 was hard for a lot of people. It was. I'm not discrediting that at all. No. Um, But it was, for me, a much needed reprieve. Well, and it was, it was a, it was motivational. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It it was a reprieve from the, the every day that you had been in. Yeah. That I had been in too. I mean, I think a lot of us could probably say that. Yeah. Um, it also allowed us to just be creative. Yes. Yeah. To adapt and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There was a, I I saw a lot of creativity during that year. I did too. I was was really proud of, of businesses who, who, uh, adapted that year in multiple ways, multiple different times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was, I mean, it it was definitely a hard year, but I, it was a good year, I think for a lot of people to step back and, and reassess, which is maybe that's what they needed because maybe they had gone to college yeah. for something mm-hmm. and now we're realizing this is not what I actually want to do. Right. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of assessment that goes on with that. Yeah. But. What a good one. Yeah. yeah. This is something that I think about quite a lot because like I said, I, you know, I work with, I work with seniors and this is a topic that comes up more often than not. Mm -hmm. And it's always interesting to have this conversation with other people who have been through higher education, Mm -hmm. either like me with one degree or like you with multiple degrees. Yeah. I just couldn't get enough. Clearly just couldn't get enough of it. (laughs) It's always interesting well, to to hear your perspective because, yeah. I mean, you would think, you would think that, well, everything evolves. Yeah. Everything evolves. And yeah. maybe our education system is also at a point where it's got to evolve a little bit with how we are nowadays. You know, I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I, and there's a lot that's, that is already happening that, because it had to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that has really opened the eyes to a lot of people who are in the educational world um, and they are trying their best to meet the demand because we're recognizing that the consumer is uh, a different, uh, has a different need now. Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, we may have to, we may have to adjust a lot of things in the, in the world of education to meet those needs. Yeah. And true. and not just needs but demands. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Well, this is a but. good one. I think we've got a couple of dogs that are going to need attention. Yep. Um so They're moving around. We appreciate you guys if you've made it to the end of this podcast. Thank you for joining us again here on the Elliot Effect podcast. We hope that you will continue to listen because things won't always be quite so heavy. We'll get back to having fun soon. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time.